Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jared Jewett. And this week we're going to talk about company missions and vision and values and how all that translates into the face that you show, your outside world. So we really want to talk about how we can take all of these moving pieces that kind of come together to build um, a sum that's kind of greater than its parts, right? Uh, to talk about how you can use each of these pieces to define your culture, uh, to define how to write and to talk about yourself, and to how, how to really improve your business processes. So for a lot of companies, when I start talking about the fact that they need to have a mission statement or they need to define their company values, one of several things happens. They either glaze over completely mm-hmm. or they remember those corporate mission statements right. <laughs> that are a paragraph long that nobody can remember. Right. That's not what we're talking about. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, I, it, it's, it's kind of old school to define culture and mission that way. I mean, absolutely. I, th- I think nowadays it's much more uh, valuable. It's much more time effective to come up with... Uh, with each of these moving pieces and, and again, kind of plug them into, plug them back into culture instead of just like a web page that nobody cares about. Okay. Oh, my young friend, I wish, I wish I could tell you that companies did a better job of this than they used to. Absolutely. But uh, I think the issue is you're probably spoiled by our process here around that. True. But really breaking these down and let's talk about doing it the right way. I think, I think you start with the values. I think Mm -hmm. you start with what's important to your company. Right. Uh, and the one way to really get at this is to not have just the C-level executive sit around and try to figure it out, right? If you really want to get to what is important to your company, you need to... So you really need to figure out what's important to everybody in your organization, right? Everyone from the CEO to the guy that's working in the mailroom. So you need to bring everyone together, whether it's in different breakout sessions, you know, uh, down, you know, I don't really like using the word silos, but perhaps by department uh, and getting those managers and bosses to figure out among everyone what really, uh, how they feel about the company and what's important to them about working there and and working with the clients that they serve. That's really where a lot of companies and their value process breaks down. The owner or the senior leadership team come up with these buzzwords and everybody else in the organization looks at them and goes, really? Really? And if they don't embrace the values or if the leadership team has picked words that really don't represent the way the company acts, it becomes very hollow. So, for example, for us, um, being responsive is something we live and breathe, so that's a value that makes sense for us. A company that doesn't answer their phone or sends everybody to voicemail, they can't use that word in their value statement. Right. So that's why it's so important to really kind of source, you know, your human resources. I mean, again, if your firm is only, you know, 10 people, let's say six of those 10 people say the same word over and over again, that word's probably going to sneak its way, right, into into your value statement, into your mission statement, and into what really drives your company. So the first piece of it is values. And this is, what are you guys about? How do you guys treat the world? The second piece is the vision. And the vision is 
where do you want to be in five or ten years? What do you want to be known for? Um, how big do you want to be? What kind of businesses do you want to be working with? What is your company going to look like? And this can really be quantitative. I mean, we can really write down the hard facts and the hard numbers, right? Even if even if you think there's sort of a pipe dream, you can start there and then sort of dial it back to something more realistic and, and, and sort of pitch it to, to your people, to your culture, as something that you can reach, uh, an attainable goal. And I think that visions should be stretch goals, but yeah. they shouldn't be so ridiculous that people look at them and go, <laughs> Yeah, right. Because right. I think when you put goals too far outside of people's reach, they don't bother. Right. There's there's no incentive at all, right? If it's just, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to work so terribly hard to get to some place that's truly unrealistic, you've turned people off. When as in corporate, we, had, we would have goals and missions with unrealistic market share or unrealistic margin, and I would just look at those numbers and laugh. I knew that there was nothing. I could work 24 hours a day. We weren't going to hit those targets. So I didn't even try. Okay, so then the next piece of it is your mission statement. And this is really what you guys are in business to do. So this is talking more about why you got started in the first place, right? What you, it might have changed. I mean, your company is allowed to evolve. It probably definitely should. Uh, but, but now you should really look at, you know, why are we here? What are we doing for the people that we serve? And really, this is where you can have some great conversations within your organization about who do you want as customers. Mm, sure. And, and getting comfortable with the idea that not everyone is a great customer for you. Right. If, if you've identified in your mission that you only serve a, a certain type of client and you're really looking to improve you know, their lives or through your services, that's awesome. I mean, that's what you gauge against uh, kind of new requests that come in and new referrals. You can say, well, do they line up with our mission? Can we really serve them uh, the way that we've set out to uh, kind of offer our services? And, you know, if the answer is no, that's okay. You know, in the beginning, when you're first starting your business, um, your mission is to do whatever anyone needs, uh, find anyone who has money and do whatever they need in order to um, take some of the money and put it in your pocket. Right. And and that's okay in the beginning, but five or 10 or 15 years into your business, you don't want to still be doing that. You really want to have some clarity around, these are things I'm better at. These are things I'm not so good at. And and go from there. Um, we were just talking to a financial services company, and 80% of investors are not their target. They really are looking for people. They don't want the do-it-yourselfers. They don't want people who are going to call them up and just say, hey, sell this, buy that. They don't want people who just want to buy mutual funds. So they really have kind of a nice niche, and it lets them do more of the kind of work they really want to do. And they've got such a cool mission because, you know, again, they are sort of in that other 20% of financial advisors who are really there to help grow wealth, not to hawk uh, some sort of service or some sort of software, mm -hmm. and, and that drives their mission. That drives them helping other people uh, meet their needs through growing their wealth. One of my favorite mission statements, and I know I use this a lot, but over the years I haven't found many that I like as well as this, and it was the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. And it is their mission is ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. And in those five words, they define what it is they do. They serve. 
And that opens them up to all sorts of, whether it's concierge services or room service or somebody standing in the lobby looking lost. You cannot walk through a Ritz-Carlton hotel without being almost accosted (laughs) by someone who is dressed impeccably, who comes up to you and says, can I help you? And um, I laughed because we were in in the Ritz-Carlton in Phoenix one time, and from the elevator to the door, I paused a couple of times. I was not moving as if I knew where I was going, and three different people stopped (laughs) to ask me, could they help me? But it's, it's implied in that statement, but it's also how they approach people. They behave like ladies and gentlemen, a little bit old school, sure. because their customers are also ladies and gentlemen. They will never lose their temper. They will never be snippy no matter how a person behaves at the front desk. They assume they are a lady or a gentleman okay. and they will be treated that way. And it's so interesting that we talked about how it's okay to evolve your mission but it's obvious that the Ritz-Carlton, I mean, they got it right when they said it. I mean, that is part of their legacy, you know, mm-hmm. to be to be very sophisticated, to be very elegant. And, and that's what works for them, and that's okay. And with that comes a certain... There are people that are not comfortable in that hotel. Mm-hmm. They find the... Um, I've talked to people who say, no, you know, the staff is a little bit almost overbearing. They're too... They, they're, they're too... You know, I just want a room. I just want to right. check in and get to the pool, go play golf. The Ritz-Carlton is not going to be the right hotel for them. No, not That's at all. That's okay. Right. Um, now, that mission statement is something that they could share publicly, but a lot of mission statements really aren't, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, because then as you put all these pieces together, your vision, your values, your mission, then you need to come up with a tagline. And your tagline is is really your forward-facing. You know, the mission, vision, and values is what you talk to your employees about. It's when you are interviewing or recruiting people, you're going to tell them what's really important in the organization. I'm not going to publicly tell people, you know what, in five years we're going to be a company this big. That's not part of my tagline. Selling you anything to grow to a million dollars in sales. <laughs> not necessarily. You know, and, 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 and that's really not our approach. So your tagline is how do you introduce what your company is about in a few words or a phrase that really represents who you are? So for us, I mean, we really take the elements that we think are kind of attractive about our culture and 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 put them out there in, in a way that, uh, that is comfortable to our audience and to our clients. Because we really are about you know, getting down to brass tacks and, and, and talking about things like strategy in a very real way, right? So for us, we provide marketing strategy in plain English. And I mean, I think that definitely talks about how we are and how we interact with each other uh, personally and how we get work done, uh, but also that we're going to provide a really high quality product and, and, and in a way that our clients can understand. And so... You know, before we went to that tagline, we had a lot of conversation back and forth about, you know, what did that really mean? And, um, you know, what does it mean that we will or won't do? And there were products and services that we've kind of walked away from because as we've gone through conversations about what are we really in business to do? I'm not in business to put you on page one Mm -hmm. of Google. I'm in business to create a sustainable, 
process to drive qualified leads to your business. And in order to do that, in order to create a sustainable process, there has to be a strategy. There has to be things underneath it. Now, I'm not going to have a tagline that says, creating a sustainable project, you know, process to drive leads to your business, because it, it flies in the face of the other thing, which is that whole plain English, mm-hmm. edu- educational, conversational mm-hmm. approach. Um, but the tagline represents what we do. We, we had a client recently where she had two very different taglines. And one was a very sort of soft, you know, finding your light, finding your inner light, shining a light. And the other was a much more um, verb, you know, action-oriented tagline. And I really encouraged her to go down the action-oriented mm-hmm. so people would know what you did. Right, absolutely. And it, when someone can land, let's say just land on your website, and you have your tagline right there for them to look at, that is really just four, let's say three or four easy action verbs. They know right off the bat what they're going to need to do you know, to, to work with you and what you're going to do for them when working for them. Well, and here's the thing. Those words... Um, you know, when you boil it down to four words, it, it, it seems pretty simple, but those words really need to reflect what you really want to be known for. Um, too many people, when I start talking about, you know, their values, they're like, oh yeah, quality, we provide a quality mm-hmm. product. Well, guess what, guys? Ain't nobody out there that says they provide a shitty product. Right. And so, as you're looking at your values and what's core to your organization... It's not just what's important, but it's how do you do that in a way that no one else does. Everybody says they provide good service. You know, Again, I don't know anyone who says, oh, we're not responsive. What I'm going to tell you is we answer phones on the first ring. Mm-hmm. There is, that's how we define. So as you're looking at your values, as you're coming up with your tagline, what you also need to be thinking about are what do those words really mean? If I stop you and say, you know, you tell me that your, your tagline, going back to old Rainmakers, it was meet, learn, grow. That was their tagline. And so there were really three things that organization was about. Creating an environment where business professionals could come together and meet potential partners and customers, but really make those business relationships. The second piece of that was learning, and there was a tremendous emphasis within Rainmakers on education and training, and there was always an activity designed to help move you along. And the third piece that grow was that there were tools that were part of the Rainmaker model that were designed to help you take your business to the next level, to help you get past that ceiling. So as you surf through the website, there was content and there were products and explanations. Your tagline can't just be four meaningless words. Right. It's got to tie to what you really do, and it will only do that if you've started with the other pieces first. Right. So so if we're talking about doing this as a process, right? So it's, it's starting with those mission and those value words that you're getting from all your employees, right? So you'll, you'll boil them down to the things, to the ones that you find to be the absolutely most essential. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you'll look at those sort of objectively, right? And you'll see which one of these are, are we really delivering on and then take those really good handful of words and incorporate them into a tagline. Absolutely. And the other thing is um, this process is about making choices. 
um, it's really easy to look at a list of 25 words and go, well, we do all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yank it, you're, you're, uh, I'm not going to remember all of it. And this is why companies end up with these mission statements that are four sentences oh, yeah. long. We're, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to do that. No. If I only have 10 seconds to find out what you do, what is the most important thing I need to know about you. And that's what your tagline, and that's, and, and when you're hiring people and they, you know, and they want to know about your values, they got about a nanosecond, you know, for, for us, you know, we've got creativity and education and strategy, customer focus and, and sort of this sense of, of, Honesty and directness. Now, if you ask me questions, I can go into more detail on each of those. But I won't always have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I need to have the high level, the intermediate, and then the longer explanation. Right. Cool. So if you are curious about this process of of developing your vision and mission and how some of these kind of evolve to drive your business, I just read this cool book. Um, called Get a Grip, an Entrepreneurial Fable, and I would really recommend it um, if you're ready to take on some of these tough questions. Or just drop by our blog and read some of our blog posts because we're going to be writing about this a lot in the weeks to come. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.